Hello and welcome back to the Soccer Brothers Podcast. My name is Sal Qatar, and as always, I'm joined by my brother Nihal. How you doing, Nihal? I'm doing well. It's that week, man. It's that week. The CONCACAF Cup week. We're only five days away from Mexico versus USA. The best rivalry in international soccer. I think so, anyway. Uh, the best rivalry in international soccer. We're five days away. Both those teams will be playing for a place in the Confederations Cup in 2017. It's very, very exciting. Um, but we have some even more exciting news that we can finally announce, Sahil. So why don't you talk about that? All right. Well, uh, we recently have partnered with uh, a website slash company called Ambitious Strike. Uh, they sell great clothing, and it's all under this sort of soccer theme. Um, you can recommend this to someone who doesn't like soccer because they just feel great. We had them. Yeah, um, they're, they're fantastic shirts. And their whole thing, their whole motto basically is that, or their mission is to, it, it's soccer clothing, it's soccer-related clothing, but you don't have to be a soccer fan or a player to wear it. You know, it's kind of like how Hollister started off as a surfer company or Hurley was a, a skater company. This is this is like that. There's no soccer clothing company like that. Their, their clothing is awesome. Um, like Sahil said, we have some of their stuff. Um, you can go check them out on ambitiousstrike.com. Uh, ambitious is spelled ambitious, and strike is spelled S-T-R-Y-K. So go check them out. Um, and we also have a promo code for you. If you want 15% off your entire order, use the promotion code BROTHERS. That's exclusive to this podcast. Uh, use the promotion code BROTHERS to get 15% off your entire purchase. So very, very exciting news for us. Uh, we're, we're so happy to, um, to, um, uh, to, to get this partnership started and to finally be able to announce it. Um, I, yeah. am, I actually... That, oh, go ahead, Sal. No, that's the news that my brother's been putting off for like five episodes. Yeah. Probably annoying everyone with. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but, um, you know, we just had to, we had to get everything settled. Um, but, you know, I actually, I was out in Arizona a month ago, and uh, that's where they're based um, in the Phoenix area. And, uh, you know, I was able to meet one of uh, the people who works there, Chuck, and we had a great conversation. And, you know, it was, unfortunately, Sahil couldn't make it to that meeting. <laughs> um, but he was in Arizona, actually. <laughs> yeah. It, it was... We were helping some friends move in, so yeah, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was complicated. <laughs> um, but, uh, it, you know, we got a chance, and, I, you know, we just really, we love their company, we love everything they're about, and we're so excited that we have this opportunity. But let's get into the soccer. Also, we... this is a, yeah okay. Let's get into the soccer. Um, all right, so why don't we get into one of the few derbies that we had over the past weekend? Oh, what a which weekend! Is, yeah, what a weekend definitely. for football, man. Just in general. Um, yeah, I mean, what? <laughs> oh, just no, I mean like not like derbies, just like in general. <laughs> there are other good games too. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, uh, I thought in... you were talking about your life or something. Or you said that I something. <laughs> <Right>. No. <laughs> Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid played at the Vincente Calderon, and they ended up drawing 1-1. Benzema scored, and Vieto scored for Atletico Madrid. Yeah, um, it, was, it was a good match. Benzema scored in the ninth minute. Um, and then uh, Gries, Gries, Antoine Griezmann had a chance, actually, um, a little bit later to uh, tie it up, but missed the penalty kick. Taylor Navas with a great save, um, the Costa Rican goalkeeper. And then Vieto, in the, in, the, in the late, late parts of the match, in the 82nd minute, uh, Vieto was able to pull one back. Um, so a uh, very, very, very interesting match. Uh, the La Liga table is very interesting right now. Remember that Villarreal is in first place this late into the season. They're in first place right now. Um, 
uh, Real Madrid is in second place, and Atletico are currently in fourth place. So it's it's very or fifth place, excuse me. Uh, Celta Vigo is in third place, and Barcelona is in fourth place. So aside from the Bundesliga, there is a lot of parity. There's a lot of parity going on in, in in the big European leagues. You know. Yeah. Juventus is losing. Roma is losing. Chelsea sucks. Uh, we don't know. Well, Roma. Okay, fine. Roma's not in first place. Who's in first place? Inter right now. Uh, I think Fiorentina actually. Oh right, they beat Inter. Okay, so you know that last weekend, not this weekend. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think they beat Inter. Uh, Inter dropped points the last two weeks though. Did they beat Inter? Let me check. Who did Fiorentina beat? Um, but you know it, it's 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 really interesting. Uh, Villarreal's in first place on sixteen points. Real Madrid, Celta Vigo, and Barcelona. All have 15 points. Remember, Barca, Messi got injured. We haven't had a podcast since then, but Messi's out for a few weeks. So uh, we'll see how Barcelona adjusts going forward. Um, you know, we also had Champions League last week, but I don't think we're going to touch on that. No, I don't know. We'll talk about uh, match day three of the Champions League, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's been a little, you know, <laughs> whatever. But, but La Liga is shaping up to be uh, very, very interesting. All right, we saw another big game in the Premier League with Arsenal and United at the Emirates Stadium. Sanchez had a brace and two really fantastic goals oh by him. Oh, my God, that back, that back heel. Oh, oh my, my God, God, yeah. And then the, the screamer. This is all in the first 20 minutes. The third goal was within 20 minutes, too. Yeah, I, th- I think it, by the 19th minute, they're yeah. up 3-0. Yeah, exactly. So it, uh, they got it going right away in, like, the sixth minute. In the first 10 minutes, they scored two goals. Ozil scores the second. Um, and a great, great win for you for... Uh, for, sorry, for yeah. Arsenal at home. Uh, they're currently in second place. Uh, United falls to third. And uh, Manchester City is still in first place. Um, so very, very interesting. Good result for Arsene Wenger and the Gunners. Um, and it's a statement of intent. You know, they are they are serious title contenders. And Sahil, who did you pick to win the league? <laughs> I picked Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Um, if, yeah, it's, if it's not Everton, I got a pull for Arsenal. So um, I, we made a bet, didn't we? I forgot what the bet was. Oh, right. We, I forgot what it was. We'll, we'll go back and listen to that. But um, <laughs> Arsenal's got a chance, man. They're on 16 points. United um, are also on 16 points. Um, and City's ahead with, uh, with um, two point, 18, or 18 yeah. points. Two points ahead. And then four, five, six, and seven are Crystal Palace, Leicester City, West Ham, and Everton. So... <laughs> I, I don't know. See, just, see the, the thing is, you wouldn't have said sixth place if Everton wasn't in sixth. <laughs> uh, I mean, generally, you just talk about the first five. Everton in seventh. I said West Ham oh. in sixth. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, Sahel. I'm, I'm, I am very impartial, okay? I'm super right, impartial. Right. I, I do not let my love for Everton impact the show in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I'll hold you to that. Um, all right, in the Bundesliga, we saw probably one of the biggest games that we're going to see all season, which is Bayern Munich versus Dortmund, and it ended up being uh, a blowout for Bayern. Lewandowski just cannot stop scoring in all competitions. I don't get it. 15 goals this year, 12 goals in the last four games, something, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know, something crazy. It's been a while since he scored a goal or scored well, less than two goals in a game well Mueller had a brace um Aubameyang scored um to make it 2-1 before halftime um Mueller scored a great goal the first goal second goal was a penalty kick um Lewandowski two good goals um, did, you, did you see that did you see the I, th- I think his I think his second one Boateng just played it oh, uh, it was like a, a FIFA pass. 
What a Goal, pass. Yeah. Well, not FIFA 16. That doesn't work with FIFA Yeah, 16. okay. FIFA 14. <laughs> FIFA 15. Chip through ball. Well, yeah. I mean, it's... Um, but uh, Aubameyang has 10 goals in the Bundesliga this year, too. So... Yeah. He's, he's really... He's... It's, it's an interesting race for the golden boot in the Bundesliga. Lewandowski's on 12. Uh, Aubameyang's on... Uh, <laughs> on 10. Of course, when, when talking about the Bundesliga, the, the first real race we talk about is the golden boot. Okay, well, this, you know, <laughs> if, if this was a big match, because if Dortmund had won this, yeah, I know, then they'd be on 20 points and Bayern Munich would be on 24. Now there's a seven-point gap between um, first and second place. But, you know, we saw Mönchengladbach qualify for the Champions League last year. You know who's in fourth place right now? No. It's a Berlin. So, John Brooks, who's injured, but, I mean, you know, you could see two Americans in a row. Unfortunately, they both won't be there next year unless Fabian Johnson moves up to a different club. Um, man, uh, Gladbach has had a... Well, actually, no, they, they started off with five losses, and now they, they've won three in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. The Bundesliga is interesting, though. I, I, although Bayern are, haven't lost a match yet or haven't dropped points yet, 24 goal differential through eight matches, Sahil. That's crazy. I don't even... Oh, my God. Freaking... <laughs> That's double what City's gotten there in first place in the Premier League. How, would the, how does your bench consist of, like, players like Vidal? How is he a bench player? I, I just... I don't know. So you're, so you're saying Champions League win for Bayern this year? I think so. I mean, is anyone playing better than they are right now? No. No. Not at all. Yeah, I mean... They, I mean... Lewandowski can't keep this up, but I mean, even even if he's not scoring goals, someone's going to be putting goals. And it's... Yeah, Mueller, Goza, Robin, and and Ribery are. I mean, when they're fully fit, I mean they they are insane. They are insane. Thiago Alcantara can get in the box; he can score. Douglas yeah. Costa. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I don't even. It's... There's definitely no team that you can trust more than Bayern in Europe. So yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to say, especially that, with right? Messi's injury. Uh, so yeah. All right. All right. Uh, so we don't normally talk about the Eredivisie, but uh, probably again one of the biggest games of the league happened this week, and that was Ajax at home losing to PSV one to two. It was a it was a big big match um, coming into this uh, coming into this game. Um, Ajax was in first place. PSV wasn't. Um, so uh, PSV still on. Ajax is still in first place. I will say. Uh, PSV is in fourth place. Um, but, so it was a big, big match for, for the champions, PSV, the current champions. Um, Herrero gets it going early in the sixth minute. Eunice for Ajax uh, uh, replies in the ninth minute. And then Pereiro scores a second-half winner. Two great goals by Pereiro. Um, or Peri- yeah, so you should, you should uh, Sahal, you should, you should go watch these goals. It was, it was an exciting match um, and a big match. You know, yeah, like you said, we don't really talk about the Eredivisie, but it's a, it, was, it was a big match. It's a, uh, the two best teams in probably Dutch history, going against each other. Uh, PSV moves up into fourth place with 17 points. Ajax still in first. Their first loss of the season, actually, with um, 19 points. And coming, you know, their goal differential is 15, so they scored four and only given up two Ajax has. Yeah, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Wait, what did I say? They scored 15 and given up four. I think I said they scored four and given up two. That, that, that's not a thing. They scored. They scored nineteen and given up one. Their goal differential is fifteen. There we go. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Um, 
All right, so why don't we move over to League uh, where PSG beat Marseille two to one. Marseille in 16th place at the bottom of Liga, not the start that they wanted. PSG's in first. Yeah, I mean, regardless, two big matches or two big clubs um, in uh, in Liga and France going up against each other. This this Liga t- table is crazy, by the way. Uh, yeah. Lyon in sixth. Angers. Well, who is Angers? Like what? I don't I never know. heard of that club before. Um, but uh, they're in second place. Yeah, Lyon is in sixth. Um, where's Monaco? Tenth place. Um, so Zlatan scores two penalties uh, uh, within uh, four minutes of each other, um, and then um, Marseille answers back in the second half, but then misses a penalty. Uh, unfortunate. So. I didn't watch this match, so I don't. I I just saw the highlights, but it, it, it like I said, it's a big match. Um, two two big clubs going against each other. In the, uh, great great weekend. Yeah, in the Premier League, uh, I was talking about derbies before. This is the derby that happened in the Premier League. Uh, the Merseyside derby ended in a one-one draw. Ings and Lukaku the goal scorers. Oh man, Everton should have won this match. They really should have. Um, Ings scores um, in the 41st minute, I believe. And then in the 45th minute, Lukaku answers back off of an Emre Can uh, mistake, really. Um, and then there were no goals in the second half. Um, uh, pro- probably one of the top five in terms of derbies uh, in, uh, in, in world soccer, I'd say. Um, it's a great, great rivalry. Uh, derbies. I said derbies. It could be rivalries, but I, I, I'm... I'm going to limit it to derbies right now. So that doesn't include El Clasico or United Liverpool. Um, I mean, I think it's up there. But <laughs> um, but it was it was a good match, an exciting match. Uh, I, I don't know. I saw, I saw how you didn't watch it because Roma was playing at the same time. Um, I yeah. guess I, I don't know how it was from a neutral perspective because I wasn't a neutral. Um, but Lukaku has five goals on the season now. And the big news coming out of this match was that um, – Brendan Rodgers is fired. Yeah. Or yeah. he left the club. Um, we all know what that means. And, uh, you know, last time, last two years ago, uh, David Moyes got fired after United played Everton. And mm-hmm. so. Um, 12, points, uh, 12 points after eight games for Liverpool. 10th place, negative two goal differential. I mean, it's really, they spent so much money. Yeah. And they yeah. haven't gotten anything done. And, you know, last year... Sturridge was injured. Uh, you know, it was it was a tough year. This year, they didn't get off the start they wanted, but, you know, two the, the players they spent the most money on, uh, Roberto Firmino and Benteke, uh, they weren't even in this match. They've been injured. Um, but, you know, it, it was just money. We saw it with Tottenham when they let go of Gareth Bale. You, you can't, you cannot sell a player of that quality and then invest it into a bunch of different players. It doesn't work. Uh, yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, Rodgers wasn't able to get it done. Uh, I think he's a good manager. Um, but, you know, Liverpool, one of the biggest clubs in the world, and he was not meeting expectations. So I understand it. Um, it'll be interesting to see who comes in. There are rumors of Jurgen Klopp, although it seems like he doesn't want to come. I've heard Ancelotti, too. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I... Liverpool is not. Uh, Liverpool doesn't. Well, I am an Everton fan, but Liverpool does not seem like that attractive place to coach. At the same time, they're they're a big club. They have a ton of money, so I don't know. It's uh, 
it's a it's an interesting situation. You know, they lost Sterling this year too, which was difficult. Um, yeah, I I feel like since it wasn't that long ago when Liverpool finished, was it second or third in twenty uh, twenty in twenty thirteen twenty fourteen? Yeah. So, but I mean, that was when Suarez was playing striker, and he made everyone else look good. Have they consistently been getting wins since then? I mean. No, I, I, it's a different team. Thing, it was Sturridge and it was Sturridge and Suarez, um, and Sturridge was injured all of last year. He's just getting back to fitness. Um, so I mean, it, it really, it was like they lost two players last year, with Sturridge and Suarez being gone. And Sterling was another player, and he he's gone. Um, really, in terms of attacking options, they have yes, they have Roberto Firmino, they have Christian Benteke, but they're not healthy. Um, Jordan Henderson's also injured. You know, it's a tough situation because a lot of their best players are injured. The fact of the matter is, he spent a ton of money up front. It hasn't really panned out. Um, they, they haven't been getting the results. Uh, you know, in terms of the back line, yeah, you know, Emre Chan was a good buy. Lovren wasn't. He, he, he hasn't been that good. Um, it, it's, you know, it, it was time for them to, to uh, part ways with Brendan Rodgers. Unfortunate for him, he, he did a great job with Swansea. Um, you know, and it, in that that year he did a fantastic job with Liverpool. Steven Gerrard is another player that's gone too. That's you know we didn't even say that. Um, so unfortunate for him. Uh, we'll see how Liverpool goes for it. I'm very happy that Liverpool seems to be falling apart. So <laughs> uh, if only Everton could have gotten the win. Yeah. Uh, in other managing news, Dick Advocat, uh, the coach for Sunderland, just left after he said that uh, the squad wasn't good enough to avoid relegation. Yeah, it's it really, you know, they they, they brought in some players: Mvia, uh, Yedlin, uh, Lons, the, the or Lens, however you pronounce it, the um, winger. Uh, you know, it it he's right. The squad just isn't good enough, or it, they have players they're just not performing, and. Um, they were up two nothing on West Ham, uh, and you know they just fell apart. They fell apart. They they gave up a goal. Jermaine Lenz gets sent off, and West Ham pulls it back. And they can't. They can't. I, they haven't won yet, right? They haven't won this year. So, Not sure. um, apparently, his wife never wanted to come here in the first place. She was obviously right. Why would Sunderland is probably the least the worst place, uh, the last place I would want to manage. Um, well, not the last place. It would be amazing to be a manager. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's it's just a terrible... The fans are wonderful. You know, it's 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 really a shame that they can't seem to get it figured out. But it's... It is what it is. It's Sunderland. And they're probably they're probably on their way to relegation. Um, so, Newcastle's manager will probably be fired pretty soon, too. Um, so... I hope either they both stay up or they both get relegated. It's great when Liverpool, or not when Liverpool, when Sunderland and Newcastle are in the same league. Um, that's, that's one of the better derbies as well. Yeah. We talked about Chelsea before struggling. They're in 16th place right now in the Premier League, but uh, Chelsea says they're completely behind Mourinho. Yeah, they lost 3-1 to one to Southampton this weekend. Um, another bad result. Uh, I believe that was at home. Um, but it, it, was, it was a really, really bad result. Um, and you know Chelsea, they have to stay behind him. He's one of the best managers, if not the best manager in Chelsea history. So, it, uh, you know, they got to figure something out. Come January, they they need to bring in somebody or 
you know, this is what I was telling you before the season. The team hasn't changed enough. They haven't, they haven't brought anyone. Um, they were going after Stones. The, Zuma is, meh. I mean, he's he's he has a very very high ceiling. He has a bright future. John Terry seems to have come down to earth after a good season last year. Uh, I, I don't know. The, the the back line is not that great. Fabregas is playing like crap. Um, and you know they really can't seem to get anything going. Uh, Diego Costa is banned right now, and Remy doesn't get it done by himself by himself up front. So, uh, <sighs> poor Chelsea. Not poor Chelsea. I hate Chelsea. Uh, but, uh, no, I don't hate Chelsea. We're impartial here at Soccer Brothers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, it, it, uh, where do you see them finishing? Where do I see them? I think they. I, I, I'd like to. I think they'll finish in the top half of the table. I don't think they'll finish in the top four. I I would be honestly like shocked if they didn't finish in the top half of the table. And Mourinho wasn't done by the end of the season. You think he'll be gone? I mean, if they're not in the top ten by but by, by like March, I, I yeah. I mean, I think he should they're be not gone. in the top ten for sure. I, yeah. I mean, they need to at least get into the European spots. No team has ever had a start this bad and finished in the top four. So. It's very, very unlikely. I, I don't see him finishing in top four. I mean, you can make a case. Maybe some of these other teams will come back down to earth, like Crystal Palace, Everton, uh, Leicester. Um, but it, it really, I, I don't see him. Do you, do you see him finishing the Champions League spots? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, all right. There, there's so a I lot of missed penalties this weekend. Yeah. A lot of saved penalties. You saved a penalty today. Yeah. <laughs> it was a JV game, but everything counts, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, so why don't we move over to the Americans Abroad section. All right, let's do it. So Tim Howard started, played 90 minutes, and made three saves in Everton's 1-1 draw versus Liverpool. Yeah, he looked pretty good. He made a very, very important save in the, in the first half to uh, prevent a Liverpool goal, so... Good to see him back in form, I'd say. DeAndre Yedlin started and played 90 minutes in Sunderland's 2-2 draw versus oh, West Ham. Finally, finally. Um, you know, he looked he looked, he looked, looked good. He didn't look out of his depth, which is good. Uh, he was playing at right back, so it'll be interesting to see how that is moving forward. Danny Williams started and played 90 minutes and scored a goal in Reading's 2-0 win versus Middlesbrough on Saturday. Uh, yeah, a goal in the first minute. Uh, so... Good for him. He's too good for the championship, I'd say. I hope he moves up before the next World Cup. Fabian Johnson started and played 69 minutes and received a yellow card in Britain, which in Gladbach's 2-0 win versus Wolverine on Saturday. Uh, yeah, so good to see him back in the squad and back healthy. Um, and he should be ready for this weekend's match versus Mexico. Andrew Rutten started, played 90 minutes, and had two assists in uh, Sandhausen. Okay. Sandhausen, I knew how to pronounce that. 3-1 <laughs> win versus Sao... okay. St. Pauli. St. Pa- Pauli on Saturday. Yeah. He enjoys Sorry. home club. Come on, man. I knew that. <laughs> I know you knew that. Um, yeah, two assists. Uh, he's had a great season scoring goals. Bucket loads of goals, so good for him. Alejandro Bedoya started and played 45 minutes in non-suspended 2-2 draw versus... Wait, yeah. I, don't actually, I don't actually know that story. Yeah, I don't know that story either. I just <laughs> realized... It, it was well, apparently it was suspended. I uh, maybe it was suspended at halftime. I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, but but. Well, I, but I, I don't know, know why. Maybe he, maybe he got subbed off at halftime. I don't know. It says 
Are you looking it up right now? No. Yeah. It, it, well, I know it says the game was suspended. Yeah, why was it suspended? Oh, oh, I guess it could have been suspended. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm saying it could have been, been suspended before. later. But I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's a big part of the starting lineup, so... Um, all right, let's just go on to the next. next Eric Hurtado started, played 90 minutes, and scored a goal in Mijandalin's uh, 4-1 oh, yeah. loss versus Staubach. Yeah, so Eric Hurtado, formerly of the Vancouver Whitecaps, Whitecaps scores in a loss against Bob Bradley Staubach. All right, so Leon... Or Neeson not abandoned at halftime. That's what it says. Um, torrent- oh, torrential rain. Okay. So it was because uh. of rain. <laughs> I thought I was imagining, like, fans getting into it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was I. Okay. Well, yeah, one time a Roma game got suspended for rain. Yeah. Um... All right, so the U.S. The US youth, the under-23s are in the midst of Olympic qualifying right now. Um, so in the first match of group play, they beat Canada three to one, um, and in the second match of group play, they beat Cuba six to one. Um, so they, they they look very. I know you haven't you you watched the first match, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you watched the Canada match. I know you couldn't watch the second one, um, but you know uh, Emerson Hyndman looks really really good. Jerome Casebetter up up front looks good, and Jordan Morris, man, I think he's a real deal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, why not? I mean, he's under twenty years old, scoring goals. There's no saying he can't be on the U.S. national or senior men's national team Wait, in like a World Cup. He scored a goal for the senior men's national team already. I guess so has Julian Green. That's the big omission. Julian Green's not here, and obviously, this is bef- the qualifying started before the um, international break. Uh, so clubs were not obligated to let their players go. So it was great for the team to get players like Cameron Carter-Vickers, Emerson Hyman, Gideon Zalalem. Um, Heinemann and Zalalem played for the first team, and they were able to get him off their clubs, which is fantastic. Um, and it's interesting to see these guys. Uh, Zalalem didn't play in the second match, um, but Zalalem, Heinemann, Miazga, Carter Vickers, U20 players who just played in the U20 World Cup, um, were able to feature feature for the U23s. And Cameron Carter Vickers and Zalalem are 17, and they're featuring for the U- U23s. So it's it's awesome to see. Um, hopefully, I mean, that's the center-back pairing of the future. Miazga um, and Carter Vickers. Uh, unless John Brooks, you know, really reaches his potential. Um, but yeah, you know, they, they look good. And, and the next match is tomorrow, the final game of group play. Um, they've qualified for the semifinals. Uh, so it's uh, important to note that in this format, there are two groups. Um, and the top two teams from each group uh, go. Uh, so that's normal. Uh, and then... The, the two finalists, the two teams that win the semifinal, get automatic qualification to the Olympics. And then the winner of the third-place game is going to play Colombia in a cross-continental playoff for a spot in the Olympics. So um, Mexico just beat Haiti one nothing. I believe they're at the top of the group. Um, Canada, Canada actually beat um, Panama. So they're in second place in our group right now. Um, and Canada looked good, actually. Uh, don't you think? I... That guy, Petroso, or what was his name? Um, Sahel, are you there? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I, I, I was thinking. The Canada winger. Uh, that, the little guy. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks really good. He's on the books at QPR right now. Um, mm-hmm. so. but, but we know that my brother gets too confident about Canada, and then they just flop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this guy is good, though. <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, man, they're, they're getting play. Junior Hoylet is going to be a huge addition to the national team. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, you know, they're not going to compete with your, your Mexico's, your U.S.'s. Well, well yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll see. I, we have players starting the championship, starting for us. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, but I mean, Danny William. What did you say? He's like a like a very top championship player. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, okay, fine, I mean, like, fine, fine, fine. Your point is taken. <laughs> I am overconfident about um, about Canada. Always am, but um, I really think this group of this group of Canadians are are good. So uh, I hopefully, hopefully, I really hope that they continue to get better and maybe even qualify for the 2018 World Cup. <laughs> we'll see if that happens. Yeah. All right. It's, so it's why don't we... you, you remember that rant I went on on Floro, Benito Floro, the Canada's manager? Oh, yeah, yeah. During he's the he's managing Cup. the U23s. I just thought that was weird. Like, did he did he get, like, demoted or? No, no, no. He's managing both. Or just does both, okay. Interesting. All right, let's move on. MLS. All right. Yeah, MLS. Sounders in LA tied one one in Los Angeles. Please, Seattle. Get it's not in Los Angeles. In Seattle. It's in oh. Seattle. Sorry, that was, that was my mistake. Um, please, please. Yeah, we're not able to. Oh have, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're not able to have our production meetings because we don't live in the same area. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but now that I remember seeing the highlights, I remember like the Seahawks design yeah, being like all over the field. Yeah, please get your own stadium. <laughs> it looks so bad. I mean, to be fair, the soccer lines are there during when the Seahawks play, but it's way less distracting. I mean, you could barely see the lines for, for for the for the match. So it was one-one draw. Uh, Robbie Keane capitalizes on uh, Zach Scott mistake early on and scores. And then in the 93rd minute, Mr. MLS himself, Chad Barrett, scores um, to, to get a draw for uh, Seattle. So um, that was a big match in terms of the Supporter Shield and the Western Conference. Um, L.A. in first place, Seattle in fifth place, and separating themselves. That race for sixth place is going to be huge. Remember, yeah. there are only 34 games in the MLS season. We're getting towards the end of it, man. LA yeah, we has played are. 32 um, and that was the 32nd game for Seattle, too. Why don't we move over to the Eastern Conference where New York beat Columbus 2-1. to one. If Columbus won this game, we would have been in first place. That's annoying. Yeah. In the know, East. They, they had two chances, even against Portland last week. If they had won against Portland, Columbus would have been first place in the Supporters' Shield race, actually. Um, so, yeah, but as it stands, Red Bulls are in first place yeah, in the Red, East. Red Bulls are in first place with 51 points, three points ahead of D.C., Having played two less games, so they've only played thirty games, and um, they're in first place. They're also in first place in the supporter shield based on goal differential, and they have two games in hand. Not that that necessarily means that they'll they'll finish, but I think they 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 have to be your bet um, for the supporter shield. Uh, and Portland lost to SKC one zero. Oh, did you, okay. Did you see Christian Nemeth's goal? No. Okay, you have to go look at this. It was insane. He just dribbles 40 yards through the whole Portland team and is able to finish Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that, actually. Yeah, that was <laughs> incredible. Um, and it was a 
big match. You know, Portland has got to be kicking themselves for dropping these points at home. They're now in seventh place, sitting on the outside looking in. They do have a game in hand on San, Ho San Jose, who are currently in sixth place. San Jose is in sixth place. Um, but they do have a game in hand. And that, that race for sixth place, like I just said, is going to be a doozy. San Jose and Portland are on 44 points. Houston and Real Salt Lake are on 41 points. They are by no means out of it. So, And actually, if, if um, Real Salt Lake has a game in hand on San Jose and Houston, who they've only played 31 matches, if they win their next match, they have 44 points too. So it'll be interesting to see, to see who, who finishes in that sixth spot. I got I to gotta go with uh, Portland. I think they're going to make it into the playoffs. But they really, it's, they should have at least gotten a point at home. They, they got to be disappointed with that. Um, SKC are currently in fourth place. And, you know, the second half of the season, they've been fantastic. So uh, good for them. Good for Peter Vermees and the boys in SKC. All right. Well, like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, the USMNT CONCACAF Cup game against Mexico is closing in on us, and the roster has been cut down to 23 men. And we're going to talk about that now. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you think about the omission of mixed discrude? The omission of mixed discrude. Um, oh, man, you know, I, I am a, I'm a fan of mixed discrude. I, I think, you know, he, he, although he has not been playing well at all for, um, for NYCFC, if he's, he, he, um, he plays well for the national team, especially off the bench. He creates a lot, and, you know, I'm disappointed that he wasn't there. Another one was Lee Wynn. I was hoping either Lee Wynn or Mixed Screwed would be in the roster. Neither of them are there, so unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, wait, so who's going to... I mean, this is kind of off topic, but who's going to wear number 10 now? Is it going to be Dempsey? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't want them to put Bradley as number 10. All right, all right. Who do you, no, 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 he's not going to be number 10. I'm going to go with Zaga. Mm, I think he's going to wear number 10. He's just not worthy in my eyes. As long as it's not Wando. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind Bedoya, honestly. Yeah, I think Bedoya. Maybe even Danny Williams. Or even Susie. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully Bedoya. Um, all right, so who do you think was the biggest omission, though? Omar Gonzalez, man. I got yeah, yeah. I, I was really surprised he didn't make it. You know, players like Johansson and Brooks are injured. Although Johansson is supposed to be back for next week's match. So, I don't know. I, I, I guess I would go with Johansson. Um but really, Gonzalez is healthy. He, I really think he should be there over maybe Michael Orozco um, or even Brad Evans. Um, but I'm glad Matt Beasler's there. I, I mean, who, who is our starting? Who are starting center backs going to be? Yeah, Brooks isn't there, so I'm hoping Cameron and Beasler. I think that gives us the best bet. Yeah. But then who's gonna, who are our fullbacks? Beasley and Johnson. I mean, I guess that's okay. I, I, Brooks Beasler. Brooks Beasler. Sorry, not Brooks Beasley. Cameron Beasley, Johnson, and Beasley. That's who started. The last time they those four started together was, I believe, against Portugal. Um, no, against Germany. Those four started against Germany in the final match of the group stage of the 2014 World Cup. So, um, I, I mean, they played together. So I'm, I'm hoping that's I'm hoping that's our starting back four. So, 
do you want uh do you want to see a four three three or what, what formation are we looking at? Or do you um, want to? I think we're gonna see a four four two or a four five one with Dempsey and Josie up top. Um, hopefully, I, mean, I think Yedlin might play fullback actually. So, but but I I, I really don't know what our midfield is gonna look like. Maybe Bradley Jones. Ducey. I mean, who? Where are wide players? Is Zardes and and Ducey? There's, Yed, there's Yedlin. Yeah, there's Yedlin. Yedlin and Zardes, or Bedoya. Maybe probably Bedoya and Zardes, right? And Jones, I, Bradley in the middle. But does that mean Beckerman doesn't start? Uh, I, I feel like if you play if you play Bedoya, and we're obviously going to start Bradley in the midfield, then. We're not going to have, like, a sub who can creatively impact in the midfield, really. Or in the center of the midfield, at least. Because, I, mean, I mean, Bedoya, I mean, ideally... Maybe Danny Williams. Yeah. I could see that. I don't but know. obviously, we, we see Yedlin listed as an outside midfielder, so he's definitely... Yeah, and we see we see Fabian Johnson listing as a, listed as a defender, but we don't know. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't know. Maybe Josie doesn't start. I, I don't know. Maybe Clint doesn't. Maybe Dempsey doesn't. Dempsey has to start. Josie scored over the weekend, right? Yeah, he did. He yeah. had a great touch and great finish. So. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have anything else to say about the roster? Uh, wish Johansson was there. Yeah. Wish Wanda wasn't. We never got to talk about his, his goal because we, we haven't recorded since then for Vredder Redman. Or his not his penalty is. His header. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. I mean, that's not really... That's a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, and then we have the the Mexican roster, which also was cut down to 23 men. Uh, and Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the big news is Andres Guardado is in the roster. Um, you know, there, there was fears that he would miss the match um, due to an injury, um, but he's in there. Um, no Memo Ochoa, uh, which is interesting. And yeah, and Giovanni dos Santos is in this roster, but he's actually listed as out for the USA. Match. Yeah, he's he's so. he got injured last night, so um, yeah, unfortunate. I mean, I guess fortunate. I mean, no, what are you no, talking about? This is the one side of the show that you can actually be biased about. Well, but yeah, but I'm not going to root for an injury. I know, but I mean, you, I mean, unfortunately, he's out. I mean, you don't have to root for him to get injured, but like. I mean, we, this is this is the Confederations Cup. This is getting used to Russia. This is preparing for the World Cup. Yeah, that's true. I mean, sorry. I, I, I mean, you can have whatever opinion you want. Yeah. Okay. No, no. My point was, I like Gio dos Santos. I want, you know, he was omitted from the last Mexican roster. I want him to be a part of this team. As an MLS player, yeah, 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 I can understand that. So I, I just think it's unfortunate. They do have seven forwards though, so or six forwards besides him. So we'll probably see Chicharito and Vela, and probably um, either Esquivel or uh, Tecatito Corona up front. So. How how's Chicharito been doing? I know I know he scored he's, a, he's been some goals in the Champions League. Yeah, he's been scoring. Um. He 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 he's been okay. I, I haven't really kept that. I haven't really kept tabs on him, but he's been good. I'd say, I, at least from what, as far as I can tell. 
All right, so why don't we go over your whole starting 11 for you for the U.S. versus Mexico? Okay, so what I think we will end up seeing is uh, Brad Guzan in goal, um, Bobby and Johnson at right back, Cameron and Beasler in the center, um, Demarcus Beasley at left back, in midfield, Bedoya, um, Jones, Bradley, and um, Zardes. And then up front, Josie and Clint Dempsey. I think that's a pretty good bet. Uh, I could also see Kyle Beckerman starting and Jones, Bradley, and Beckerman being in the midfield and maybe Dempsey up top. But What about, I mean, do you, do you think Guzan's a lock at keeper? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Yeah, he's familiar with the yeah. back line and everything. Tim Howard hasn't played with this team since the World Cup. Yeah. I mean, Tim Howard is familiar with the back line, if it's going to be that back line. How, how, actually, how familiar is Guzan with Jeff Cameron at center back? Probably not that familiar. Yeah. Or DeMarcus Beasley. It's true. So. All right. So uh, what, what are your keys to winning this game versus Mexico? It's my old, we got to control uh, the midfield. Bradley has got to dictate the tempo. He's, you know what, Michael? Bradley? I can't call him Michael. <laughs> um, he, you got to show up. He's got to show up. In, in the Gold Cup, he wasn't great. In the last World Cup, he wasn't great. It comes down to this. He has to show up. He has to show why he's widely considered the best American player. If he does, um, and if Jones and Bradley or Beckerman, whoever's playing with, with Bradley, Jones or, or Beckerman, if they can control the tempo of this match, we have a good shot at winning. You know, we also got to be strong in defense on the counterattack because they are a very, very pacey team, which is which is making me very, very nervous. Um, but we, we, you know, those are, those are the keys to victory. Um, if if and service, service is another one. Get the ball into the box. Josie needs his service. Um, if we do those things, we should win. I'm confident going in. How confident are you, Sahel? Uh. I don't. I mean, you know what? I don't think we're gonna win. I, Wait, what? You don't think we're gonna I mean, win? I mean, maybe it's like a day-to-day thing, but I just. I mean, I just look at like. I thought you were. Conf- how, I, I mean, thought you were confident. When? When's the last time we saw Cameron Beasler? In the World Cup. Okay. I mean, <laughs> and then if you have like an informed chicharito, it's just. I, I don't know. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I mean, I know we can do it, but like if you asked me like three international breaks ago, then I would have been more confident. Okay. Well, in any case, this match is going to be on October 10th at 9 p.m. in the Rose Bowl. I believe it's on Fox Sports. Yeah, it's on Fox Sports 1. So definitely watch it. Uh, it's gonna. It's a big, big match for Jurgen Klinsmann. We didn't really talk about Klinsmann. Is this where, is it, where is it being played? The Rose Bowl. If, if he if he loses if he loses is he done probably not but he should be. <laughs> I just answered my own question. No, he he yeah he's not he's not going to be done. Yeah. So October tenth, ten ten, nine p.m. in the Rose Bowl. Watch the U.S. take him on. I'm going to be promoting the heck out of this match. You better be doing it too because we got to get we got to get behind the team, man. Yeah. Am yeah, I going to watch? A, am I, it's going to be our biggest game. Am in a I going to be able to watch it with you? I don't think I'm coming up. Um, why not? Actually, maybe I'll come up on Saturday. Yeah. All right, I'll come up on Saturday. And then we can record a podcast right after. Yeah. 
Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I won't be as mad as the last post-U.S. podcast in a competitive match. Oh, yeah. That was terrible because we lost to Jamaica and then that stupid Mexico-Panama match occurred. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Gold Cup. Seems <laughs> so far away. Okay. Um, all right. So we just finished 20 episodes of the podcast. So. Yes. Let's go. Wow. And, you know, look at that. With our 20th podcast, we get to announce our new sponsor. Remember to go check him out. AmbitiousStrike.com. Ambitious is spelled like ambitious. You know, you should know how to spell ambitious. And Strike is S-T-R-Y-K. Go check it out. Absolutely great clothing. We're very, very happy. Um, mm-hmm. So go check him out. And remember, do not forget to use the code BROTHERS to get a 15% discount off of any of your orders, your complete order at AmbitiousStrike.com. So go check them out. Great clothing, great guys. We look forward to moving in with them. But yes, 20 episodes. Look at that. You know, we used, yeah. to, we used to have three episodes a week. Now we have an episode every other week. Yeah. I mean, you know, we had constant gold cutback. I mean, there's just more games b- being played yeah. back then. And it's easier. We, okay. Uh, we got to come up with a... We, we need to... We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, honestly, what, what's been happening is I've had to go other places so we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out um i live in a quiet dorm so it's very quiet actually so it's hard to record there um but like i said we'll figure but it you out. can you can count on us having a post uh a post uh concacaf cop podcast right. and our next interview i'm just going to announce it our next interview either this week probably not it's not looking good for this week but hopefully soon in the next few weeks is U.S. national team legend John Harkes. He played in the 1990 and 1994 World Cup, the first um, American player to win the FA Cup. Uh, so very, very exciting. Yeah. Um, we'll have that soon. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just so excited to be able to talk to him. Um, you know, we wanted to maybe have him on for a preview for the CONCACAF Cup, but, I mean, he's a busy man. I'm a busy man. We can get our schedules like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, comparing yourself to John Harks. Okay. I'm not comparing myself to John Harks. I just said I was busy and he was busy. Those are facts. I'm a busy man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got to get my degree done, man. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, All right. With that, uh, I think we're going to wrap up the episode. We have an email for this podcast. It's soccerbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter at soccerbrotherspod. And my brother's Twitter is at bigtimebrownie. Mine's at ASR underscore Sahel. Make sure to leave a comment. If you're viewing on SoundCloud, if you're on iTunes, then go ahead and rate this. Remember to check out Ambitious Strike. We will have a link to the, um, we'll have a link to the site in the description of this episode. So please go check them out. Please go get ordering. Um, use the promo code BROTHERS get a 15% off discount. All right, Sahil. That's it. I feel like that was a good episode. Yeah. Especially after last time. That was a good episode. So, good uh, episode. All right. We'll uh, see you guys later. Thanks for listening. <laughs>